4: Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen.
1: Last night, Deandra and Leanne decided to get in an argument over who was the queen.
4: Hi Brendan. Hey. What's going on with you?
3: (laughs) Not much. What's going on (laughs) with you?
4: Actually, I really sounded like, uh, I don't know if you caught the movie or even the trailer, Eighth Grade, which I saw on Labor Day itself. I didn't. It's actually pretty
3: good. I know. I've heard, I heard that like weeks ago.
4: I know. I'm a little late to the game. Playing catch up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she does like a... She's like an awkward girl in school, but has a YouTube channel. Right. And the way like my voice trailed off there was very similar to her mm. mode of speech sometimes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good movie. Go see it. No Star born trailer, unfortunately. However, very happy to see that it's made the jump from theaters to Bravo now. That trailer.
3: I'm very happy to see... The rave reviews for the stars, for A Star is Born and Lady Gaga, our one true queen, eternally.
4: Eternally, yes. The, the one true queen of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait. We're less than a month away. Mm-hmm. Um, we're far from the shallows now. Yeah. Yeah. Far from the shallows <laughs> now. But we are going to get into all the news this week.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Um, so our first big bit of news is that, unfortunately, American Woman... Um, was canceled. American Woman was uh, the <laughs> Kyle Richards um, TV show on the Paramount Network. It starred um, Alicia Silverstone basically playing uh, Big Kathy, yeah. Kyle Richards' mom, and was about um, her life. Yeah. How, did you watch it?
4: Uh, Alex demanded that we watched a few episodes. Uh, I think he paid attention to the first one. I did not. Mm-hmm. The second one, we both were just on our phones... Barely looking up, and we never joint jumped back in
3: right i didn't even try um also this is like I feel like there's a lot going on with the paramount network where it's just like yeah, no one's watched, they keep on trying things, and like nobody's come knock in
4: well Heathers was supposed to premiere there, and then that ended up getting scrapped in America, but it's airing internationally
3: right, but then they they're throwing younger on. The Paramount Network. Yeah. Which I think a lot of fans are upset about because they think that means younger will get like worse ratings now.
4: I mean, how great could the ratings have been on TV Land?
3: But it's like on season six.
4: Yeah. I feel like that show needs to be sunsetting soon. I mean, how long can Can this woman pretend she's 20? That she's younger? Yeah.
3: yeah. Who's the one pretending she's younger? Is it Sutton Yeah. Oh, did you think
4: it was Hilary Duff? Yeah. (laughs) Pretending to be, what, 12?
3: (laughs) How old is Hilary Duff? Uh, Hilary Duff's like 30.
4: Yeah, she's probably like 30, 31. And the person's
3: pretending to be 22 or something, right? I have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Well, I love Debbie Mazur.
4: But rest in peace, American woman, but... Good Luck to Glass Houses, which still will premiere one day, maybe.
3: Oh, yeah, the other show that Kyle Richards created that caused a rift in her family. Yeah, another rift. Yeah. Or just rift after rift. She's not a good person.
4: (gasps) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Let's move it along to Bravo's Play by Play, which is formerly known as Real Men Watch Bravo.
3: Yeah, so this was a show that, like, everyone was up in arms when they... Bravo said they were going to release a show called Real Men Watch Bravo. Yes. Everyone was like, what are we?
4: Yeah, not real? Yeah. Am I imaginary? Uh, So People Magazine reports Jerry O'Connell is headlining is heading to primetime TV with this new talk show, and people have the exclusive first look. The 44-year-old actor and self-described Bravo superfan will host Bravo's Play-By-Play, a new weekly show breaking down the network's buzziest moments and juiciest news. Uh, Joining O'Connell on the Sports Center-like program (laughs) will be a panel of male celebrities and comedians, each there to offer his take on the action. Among the guests for the three-episode run, which be, which will begin airing later this month are Esquire's editor at large, Dave Holmes, UFC fighter Brendan Schaub, and TV host and comedian Michael Yeo. Rebecca Romaine O'Connell's wife, will also pop in to weigh in on the fun.
3: Um I don't support any other person named Brendan. First of all. <laughs> Why? Because I should be the, the only the one, one Brendan yes. you should
4: have at Brendan on Twitter. I really should. Let alone at Brendan Davis.
3: <laughs> but that's another oh. story. Uh you were mad about something.
4: Oh, well, for those of you who listen to Dave Holmes' podcast, most weeks he talks about the fact that he can't get into Housewives. Yeah. In fact, he's only attempted to watch Beverly Hills, which is not even currently airing.
3: And not currently the good one.
4: Yeah, the worst one. If anything, like I would not suggest someone don't dive into current season Beverly Hills. Yeah. So what exactly is he chiming in on?
3: Also, just like... Do we need, like, the advertisements are, like, so, like, oh, you're at the gym and you're pretending to curl, but you're really watching, like, mm. Top Chef or something. Do we really need that? Well, what's
4: funny is when it was still Real Men Watch Bravo, they dialed back the whole uh, mask, mask aspect. And even said, oh, yeah, there's going to be women.
3: Well, Rebecca Romaine, I guess.
4: Yeah, but in, in the write-up for this... It says male celebrities and comedians with Rebecca Romaine popping in. So right. like she sounds like she may be the sole woman. Also, like, in.
3: gender's a construct, bitches. Mm. It's 2018.
4: <laughs> yeah. So get with um, it.
3: Did you catch Watch What Happens Live last night where um, Jerry was talking about uh, Denise Richards? I did. And it seems like Jerry O'Connell actually got in trouble with Andy Cohen and Bravo for teasing that Denise Richards was on Beverly Hills. I love it. I wonder like, usually they don't do a rollout this early, this early of a housewife. I wonder if it was all because of Jerry O'Connell's fuck up.
4: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they always announce it like right when they're wrapping up.
3: They, yeah, they always announce it like with the like trailer usually. And
4: although I do have to say it's probably harder with the Denise Richards mm-hmm. because like we, we know when these ladies are filming in general, throw in Denise Richards into multiple instances of like showing up with them on camera, we would figure it out anyway. So it could be like a a unique situation.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
4: But let's move on to some great news.
3: So Lala Kent is engaged to Randall Emmett. Um, So Lala Kent is officially off the market. The Vanderpump Rules star is engaged to Hollywood producer Randall Emmett. Um, her rep confirmed to people. Randall popped the question during a romantic trip to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, where they also celebrated her 28th birthday at the Esperanza on Auberge Resort Sponcon. Um, Lala (laughs) said this weekend has been an amazing one for the two of us. It was definitely the most romantic moment of my life. Every detail of the surprise was stunning and I'm still in shock. She told that directly to people. So, the way it went down, Randall set up a screen for her to watch one of her favorite shows, Friends, before the screen went black and showed a video of the pair and all their memories together, including moments with their families. At the end, he got on his knee and proposed. As he placed the diamond engagement ring on her finger, a private fireworks display went off in the background. She said, I keep looking down at my ring finger. I'm so happy to say we are officially engaged. We are excited to start planning the rest of our lives together. I'm excited to put as much detail as Randall did in our engagement into our wedding.
4: So Lala was 14 years old when friends went off the air. God.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but that's not that weird. I was four years old. I mean, I was four. You I was four. four years older. I was eighteen years old okay. or seventeen years so old. So, were
4: you a Friends super fan?
3: But uh, no, but like, I feel like my contemporaries. Mm. There are people my age who are yeah, 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 and like Friends has consistently been on like Netflix.
4: That's true. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm sure she's binged it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I'm sure she like puts on Friends like when she's like sucking her bob up before she goes to bed.
4: But if if I met someone, and they told me their favorite show was Friends in 2018. I would just slowly walk away.
3: I feel like you might... That might be a polarizing statement. Oh, really? I think a lot of people love Friends.
4: To this day?
3: Yeah, I think people outside of your hoity-toity New York City bubble... Oh, my God. Actually, I think real Americans... (laughs) Real Americans? ...might like Friends. But
4: they're, like, reclaiming my hoity-toity New York City setting, (laughs) which is where Friends takes place.
3: Sure, but... Yeah, I think that's a really polarizing. statement. Oh my statement. god,
4: I'm sorry if I offended anyone. <laughs> You're gonna be issuing
3: a statement. They're gonna after be burning this.
4: like, po- uh, come through Queen podcasts. <laughs> uh, well,
3: good way to try to connect to current events. Yeah, um, <laughs> I try.
4: Uh, so, congrats though to Lala. Clearly, uh, we're go- we're in the middle of filming right now. Can't wait for this to be a plot point.
3: I think filming might have wrapped. Filming wrapped with the Tom Tom, um, you- opening. Shut up. I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. But they might do one of the... They always like like bop to pull a in. thing where yeah. they bop back in. Um, like Pandora's Wedding, remember? Mm, that one time? Yeah,
4: yeah. I just... Well, I mean, Randall won't appear on screen still, I imagine. Although he has really um, embraced being Lala's partner in the past 12 months, I, I would I wouldn't say. be
3: surprised if he... Popped in? Popped in. Because, like, she went to... Sundance with him. She yeah. was like rubbing elbows with like John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 50 Cent.
4: Yeah, I think we might be seeing some of Randall. Yeah. Okay, last but not least, this really got me all excited today. Oh
3: my God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Page 6 is reporting Barbara Kavovic may be joining the cast of Roni. Sicking lawyers on a potential employer might put off some bosses. But not the scandal-addicted execs at Bravo, it seems. Sources exclusively tell Page Six that the network is testing an unlikely new cast member for Real Housewives of New York City, Barbara Cavovit, a.k.a. Barbara Kay, who took the network to court when it aired a conversation recorded by a hot mic. We're told Cavovit is filming with the rest of the cast as a tryout to become a full-time co-star, as opposed to a friend of or part-time cast member. Kevovich tried to get an injunction against the network in May 2017, telling a judge that she was at an event in 2016 with then-cast member Carol Radziwill, and, and that the pair stepped aside to talk. And we just got some late-breaking news.
3: Yeah, so um, thank you, Sam, who posted in the Come Through Queen Facebook group. There is a, an Instagram uh, account called Rony Bravo that posted a photo of... Ramona, Dorinda, um, Tinsley and Sonia. Um, and it's, they're obviously at like fashion week cause they're all sitting in a row. Yeah. Um, and it says filming for season 11 has begun.
4: Yeah. I think the fact that that's occurring gives more credence to this page six article.
3: Yes. Um, but also this is interesting because I feel like they're starting a little earlier than they have in the past couple years mm-hmm. usually they start well like last year they started Halloween on Halloween yeah but like I like a little bit of a shake up they need to jump in I think as soon as possible because there's so much going on yeah, right now yeah 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 um, so and we'll still with this timeline get Christmas in the Berkshires
4: I wonder well, there's no mention of Jill anywhere
3: we'll see we'll see Barbara might throw a Wrench into the Jill story, especially if Tins- Tinsley's still around.
4: Yeah, and you know what? Barbara has been popping up in Luann's Instagram all summer, and I've almost been tempted to like to comment on a f- on one of these photos, being like, "Stay away from her," because remember, Barbara? <laughs> yes. Barbara was the one who like taught- was talking shit about Luann to Carol.
3: But Barbara was right. Yeah, and at that point, everyone was talking shit about yeah. My other my other Tom. concern
4: is Barbara could be one of these bad influences that we've heard about in terms of Luann's circle. Oh,
3: watermelon martinis. Yeah,
4: I wonder if she's watermelon martini.
3: That would no. Bethany wouldn't stand for that.
4: Letting her like stick around. Right. I don't know. I feel like Bethany act in like the day to day is not.
3: Or Bethany on would top do it, it because it's good for the show. Oh my
4: god, with a producer hat on. <laughs> Scary. Okay. Uh. So let's take a quick break when we come back we're gonna have new york and dallas recaps and also you guys have been asking for it we got a deep dive so stay tuned all right brendan we have come to the end sad the end of new york city baby season 10
3: the end of carol's last good summer
4: her last good summer, her last good reunion. Mm-hmm. She went out with a bang.
3: I mean, I wouldn't call it a good reunion for her, but oh, yeah, her true. last reunion. Yeah.
4: So we're picking up where she told Annie Cohen that he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. And she recovered somehow. She forgot that she even did it by the end of the episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we get into Bethany's another grievance of Bethany's, which was Carol's Instagram live with a woman that Bethany says was in her forties or fifties. Like Bethany's so hung up on like all this age shit. Who's
3: this woman? I've She's always on um, Carol's Instagram live. I don't watch that. It's like Carol's best friend. Her name's yeah. like, it's not like Deidre. It's like, I forget what her name is.
4: So apparently they were saying how,
3: it's the woman who Carol was taking care of.
4: Oh, like remember when Carol said yeah, she went to LA yeah, yeah. because
3: her friend was sick? It's that woman,
4: or or her husband. The friend, her husband, husband died. died. Yeah. One of those, yeah. So they, the Bethany's problem was they were bashing Skinny Girl, mm-hmm. but and they showed a clip of it and what they were saying, which I don't disagree with, mm-hmm. is like how is the Skinny Girl brand thing still? Okay. Okay. Twenty eighteen. We said that. Yeah, definitely. Maybe they listened to us. <laughs> yeah, and then they listened to you, and then shared our sentiments. <laughs> uh, but like, we're still telling girls to be skinny in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, after the finale, Bethany blocks Carol on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And yeah. I'm Carol. I've been there. Bethany blocks me on Twitter. Oh my god. So
4: you you guys really have something to
3: talk about. Yeah, Soul Sisters. <laughs>
4: uh, but I feel like Carol didn't get a chance to really defend the Instagram Live Because mm-hmm. we're now defend. on to like
3: Red Scarf guy. Yeah,
4: we get to Red Scarf. And we're going over texts. And this was another situation. I mean, I know I'm wearing my Team Carol hat like mm-hmm. loud and proud right now, but... Even Andy, who thought Bethany was right, seemed to register at the end of that conversation that, like, the point that Carol made in terms of, like, the time. Right. Like, the time stamps on the text messages.
3: So it was like the speed dating thing had happened. Carol and Red Scarf Guy went out, like, two days after that. Which Bethany and was aware of. The text from Bethany to the Red Scarf Guy about setting Carol up with him was, like, four days after that, or, yeah. like, several days after that. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. Exactly. It's Bethany is really good at creating a narrative. <laughs> oh,
4: Brendan, don't say that word, narrative. Um, and then I liked when when Bethany was yelling at her about saying narrative, but like she's like, "What do you want me to say? Get off my jock."
3: <laughs> it wasn't that funny, but yeah, I oh. agree. <laughs> um, I liked what Sonia said about. The red scarf guy that this is just a power play of egos nobody wants the red guy he doesn't even live in manhattan <laughs>
4: yeah and not living in manhattan is definitely
3: a problem. i wonder where he lives probably around here
4: uh what <laughs> no what isn't he like a isn't he like a miami person like didn't bethany meet him in
3: miami but he must have a place here
4: Mm-mm-mm. oh here just like in the building
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what if a- i hope i walk outside and he's here
4: i wish it uh,
3: but I think it was very interesting where um, Andy was like, where do you guys go from here? And Bethany was like, Andy, don't bother. Yeah. Sad. And then
4: Dorinda said, put a comma on it. I never <laughs> heard of that that phrase before. I
3: kind of like that, put I like a comma it. on it.
4: Yeah, it's like, oh, we're not... The we're sent- pausing. The sentence isn't finished. We're taking a breath. Yeah. And we will continue the sentence.
3: Um, I will say, this episode served as very much like... The show coming back into itself in a lot of ways after like the chaos of Bethany and Carol, it was like it was like Dorinda started to make sense again. Mm. Ramona and Sonia were becoming friends yeah. again. It was like very much like oh, we're settling into the future.
4: Yeah, I mean, the first ten minutes though were like screaming. Right, right. Yeah, uh, and then we get to the the blog thing. Mm-hmm. Which is another problem that Bethany has. Mm-hmm. And I liked Carol's r- response in terms of being like, oh, who cares, like, two people read the blog.
3: I know, I'm one of the people is in this room.
4: <laughs> no, no, Alex <laughs> said he, he gave up on reading the blog. Okay. No, but I, I only read them now, like, if everyone's making, like, a hoo-in and hollering over it being good.
3: Well, I will say, I think that Carol, in that exchange, before she said the thing about the two people reading the blog, said... Talked about, like, her thought process and was going through, like, thank God we ended the season. We can finally, like, get back our friendship. And then she explained how watching the season then reignited yeah. it.
4: Well, Andy made it seem like, oh, like, how how did this happen? Like, on, you ended the season on such a note. But mm-hmm. you don't see the talking ed confessionals until after right. it, it starts airing. Right. Which... Carol's point was Bethany was making were saying even worse things in talking heads than what was going on mm-hmm. on camera amongst everyone
3: yeah, I do think that like just in general, Carol oh actually I'll save it until a little later mm,
4: okay mm-hmm. uh we dip into Sonia's townhouse now, I was like so disoriented during this mm-hmm. i they they're showing a clip
3: it was a new clip it yeah. was a brand new clip
4: at first I was like. Did I, was I not, was I asleep during this episode?
3: <laughs> it was a brand new clip of her like cleaning and packing and moving, m- yeah. moving like her like personal belongings out of the yeah, townhouse. Yeah, 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 um, And I was wrong. I was wrong about the location of her new apartment. I thought it was on the west side, like near Hudson Yards, but it's on, um it's Circle. Circle. It's Circle.
4: It's by the green. Mm-hmm so that's good it has a
3: balcony I'm trying to figure out like what building it could be because I wouldn't put it past her to move into that Trump International building but I don't think they have balconies well you know what
4: was interesting she said oh it's like uh, you know I'm not too into that high rise thing I'm only on the 12th floor it's like 12th floor is a high rise it's not like a walk up
3: yeah but it's like it's like two times the size of a walk up so it's not like high high like we're high right now 21 yeah like, I had to walk down from there last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, and she got full 32 a month, which is shocking.
3: She's really pulling in some money there, 32 a month. Yeah. Ugh.
4: I mean, she has property taxes to pay. Right. But, uh, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Uh, during this, and we were going to mention it in the news but I put it out in my notes, was a commercial for a show that I don't even know if we reported on or not, but Carson Kressley and Tom Felicia are back.
3: His last name's really Felicia?
4: Yeah. Hi, Felicia. God. <laughs> Please <laughs> uh, never
3: do that again.
4: And if they're back with Get a Room with Carson and Tom. Mm-hmm. I am so happy for them because, you know, when this whole Queer I thing blew up, I felt bad for the OGs. Like, you know, Carson's on RuPaul's Drag Race, but, like, he's here and there.
3: The rest and, of them, and we
4: always like are more excited when Ross is on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, and like
3: they were never as famous as like the current Queer Eye guys are now. Yeah,
4: I mean there wasn't social media back then. Right. Blah blah blah. I kind of like this. Uh, the The room renovation is always my favorite part of the Queer Eye thing. Mm-hmm. I think Carson and Tom both have, like the most charisma. They were the <laughs> funniest. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah
3: so it's a bravo show
4: it's a it's on bravo it's oh. like it's it feels like um like coming back home project runway's coming back, mm-hmm. queer eyes back like we're back in the olden days, yeah,
3: real men watch bravo real
4: real men are watching bravo <laughs> um so very excited to see that. I think it premieres next month cool, but uh okay, so we're back to Durin versus Sohm, mm-hmm and Dorinda's saying, like, oh, I've done both divorce and death. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm.
3: I think the most telling thing, and this is what I sort of, like, thought... Where I thought, like, everything's sort of starting to settle into itself. Where mm-hmm. they're going to be okay to go on to season 11. Mm-hmm. Is when Dorinda acknowledged that, like... Yes, for some reason, every word that Sonya says in this group setting yeah. sets me off. But, like, yeah. we're fine, okay. And, like, yeah. I want to move on. Yeah, I
4: think they all make it. Yeah. But the one thing about Sonya that, like, drives me up a wall is her talking points for the divorce. Mm -hmm. Like she loves saying every time she talks about it, the bottom fell out of my marriage. Like it's like a stock market crash or something. Sonia was the top
3: confirmed. (laughs) Oh my God, stop. (laughs) Uh,
4: So yeah, uh, the the whole narrative is with, with Sonia and her relationship is wacky. Uh, We get Ramona slapping out her
3: cram. I love a Ramona moment in, um, in a reunion where she doesn't realize that she's on camera. When she's like misbehaving. And like I don't think I truly don't believe even though we're 10 years in that Ramona's rehearsed in these. I really think she just like isn't part of the conversation so she thinks she can do her own thing.
4: Well I think also they they're filming for so long that it's not like when they're filming a scene where she could like go off and do a stretch or something. You know what I mean? Uh... Okay, so we're going to get to something now that uh, P is screaming from his corner about, along with like many other issues, mm-hmm. but he's going to touch down on Carol diminishing the Tinsley friendship
1: and much more. So let's take a listen. Hey kids, it's P. I'm just going to run through some things real quickly in the interest of time. Hey, number one, my coworker was hit by Ramona in a car in the Hamptons a while ago. She just sort of like flat out ran into her in a parking lot and apparently got out and was in a frenzy and really hectic or really sort of reticent to pay for the damage that she caused. So either that car accident is what resulted in the bruise on her face or Ramona is a really bad driver. Number two, Carol being a a total sort of like Peter denying Jesus, Carol denying her friendship with Tinsley is like straight up indefensible. Number three... Bravo by saying nobody reads the Bravo blogs was inspired. Uh, number four, Bethany certainly has somebody on her payroll who only goes through Instagram stories and Twitter mentions of Bethany and then reports them to her, which is really, really, really dark. Um, next, Bethany getting up and screaming and calling Carol an idiot uh, when Carol was actually right about this stupid red scarf tech messages was a wild, wild ride. Um Ramona, that close-up of her, like, weird glass eye and her hitting herself in the thigh made me think, like, she's – there's no way that she's not, like, a host body for some sort of demon or, like, ancient evil or alien or something. Um, And last, like, is, is Sonia saying that her vagina itself is big? Like, what exactly is going on there? Also, how do I get my hippocampus tested to see how big it is? Uh, do you have any experience with this? Um, that's it. free brain hobby. Love you
3: both. Have a good day. Bye.
4: Wow. I don't even know where to begin. Well, let's begin with... Ramona pulling out Lizzie Grubman.
3: <sighs> how is this not something we know about? It happened like in the Hamptons.
4: That's like prime page six goss. I know. Uh, it must have not been like a rage thing Like the Lizzie Grubman More of a Ramona Just like losing control of her foot Or something Yeah
3: give Liz- Lizzie Grubman a peach or whatever oh, an yeah. apple <laughs> well, she, wa- she,
4: she is um, Carol's publicist I know So I guess that's not going to happen uh, Okay the Carol Tinsley thing
3: This was Wild uh, Oh my god are you still team Carol On this or can you see where she's coming oh,
4: from? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I see where I see where Tinsley's coming from.
3: Where Tinsley's coming from? Or could, where Carol's coming from?
4: I see where they're both coming from. Okay. Obviously, no one wants to like no one wants to hear like oh like we're not best friends. Mm-hmm. But how could Tinsley think they are best friends if if Carol's uh, timeline is correct?
3: Right. I think it was just like a Carol last ditch effort, like not even last ditch effort, but like wanting to like still holding on a glim- onto a glimmer of Bethany, you know? Mm, mm, like, mm. wanting Bethany to know that she still was number one.
4: Uh well... <laughs> I don't think... That didn't, that didn't
3: strike me. <laughs> um, it tracks with what Carol says at the end. Oh, yeah, true, true, true.
4: Yeah, I just, like... Be- Bethany created the narrative that they were best buds, but I, like, I never thought they were truly best buds. Like. I mean,
3: they the narrative did fit with, like, the Coupon Cabin commercial co- yeah. vacations together. Yeah like yada 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 yeah
4: i don't think there was a lot in between all of that sure you know what i mean Mm
3: -hmm. uh the truly nauseating part was bethany and carol comparing resumes Uh,
4: yeah the 17 years ago thing for abc
3: oh i wanted to shoot myself in the foot when they were like going back and forth with like read one especially when bethany was walking through like her thing name dropping paris and Nikki. oh yeah and lauren michaels she worked for lauren michaels
4: i think i think part of the narrative is that like her, are we gonna see
3: bethany on snl
4: her dad got her a, like an internship or something at snl oh yeah i'm pretty sure that that's where that came
3: did from did she mention saved by the bell when she was talking about that
4: oh i don't know but i don't she, think she did yeah but she was involved in saved I by the Bell.
3: i know it's well documented well
4: documented yeah
3: it was the it was the great episodes too. It was the Leah Remini episode. It was oh, wow. yeah. It was like the beach club episode. Stacey Carosi. I love Stacey Kurosaki. Like Stacey
4: Carosi is better than any of main cast for sure. Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't wait for a second act coming soon to the theaters near us. <laughs> Can we, can't we for a stars? What day? if
3: the what if in second act she is actually <laughs> Stacy Croosi grown up?
4: <laughs> um I'm not sure that's not the trajectory
3: Stacy Croosi would have had. Yeah. Stacey Croosi came for money. Yeah, exactly. How many times can I say Stacy Croosi <laughs> when we're talking about Stacy Just
4: <laughs> Put it on your tombstone. Uh, okay. Mm.
3: We talk about the boat ride.
4: Oh yeah, a lot of shit happened there, no pun intended.
3: And it's like this is the only glimmer of Bethany and Carol agreeing that we get Mm -hmm. when talking about how Carol was vomiting and how Bethany held her hair back. That is the only time that Carol will let herself like agree with Bethany. Yeah. At all.
4: And they're not.
3: And I did get what Bethany at one point in this episode was like, you can't even, I can't even say anything without you shaking your head. And I will say Bethany was correct. Oh yeah. That
4: that was true. And it
3: was getting a little jarring and I'm, team Carol through and through but it was getting to be too much
4: no we can we can appreciate uh across enemy lines
3: I think I'm team Carol while realizing that she was really bad in this reunion Mm -hmm. like really bad in this reunion yeah like really really bad in this reunion
4: I would take off one really okay uh maybe she was bad because she has a huge hippopotamus in her head and (laughs) she just doesn't respond to things emotionally she responds irrationally that's true I kind of like I. Uh, I haven't measured my hippopotamus.
3: She did. She did come across as very unwell when she was talking about her hippocampus, mm-hmm. and like even Andy was making fun of her in that moment. Yeah,
4: it was a little like, well, "Why? Well, why are you bringing this up?" Yeah,
3: <laughs> it was almost even Sonia made fun of it, but it was very Sonia latching on to like some fact, something, yeah, that some doctor had told her yeah, yeah. about something.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we we have our regrets.
3: Well, you forgot everything about the boat and every all the shitting and the fact that we got a Ramona Singer noodle montage.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the shitting is just like, okay.
3: Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it was like explosions <laughs> coming out.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the noodle montage is actually a fun fact that, like, how did we not notice this for 10 years?
3: Well, like, we knew that she liked a n- noodle, and I thought that it was just like something to hold on to yeah like and we did not know that she couldn't swim and that like she she was holding on for dear life every time she went into a pool with a noodle
4: yeah you would think like all those times in the pool with a noodle like you'd pick up a little kick a little stroke at some point no (laughs) still uh okay now are we allowed to talk about biggest regrets yeah uh what's your biggest regret
3: (laughs) starting this podcast oh well you're in too deep now baby
4: (laughs) uh so it was very emotional when Dorinda got emotional when Bethany acknowledged that she regrets the whole drunk thing on camera.
3: Mm-hmm. They hug. Yeah. Um, Tinsley. I, I forgot about the Sony and Tinsley fighting this season. Like it didn't even, yeah. wasn't a blip on my radar, but it was both of their biggest regrets.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was very early in the season.
3: Mm-hmm. Ramona's biggest regret was posting to Instagram.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which was, like, I feel like Ramona is learning things. Yeah. Like, Ramona acknowledged how she told Lou something off camera when they were in Mexico last year, and that's why Lou got so drunk. Right. Like, old Ramona would have been, like, looking for the camera smiling Mm -hmm. and saying it, you know?
3: Yeah. What did you think about Lou on—I didn't like Lou's— what Lou thought about certain remote, uh, reunion things when she talked about it on What Happens Live the afterwards. Re- the reunion? Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, it was very uh, talking points. Right. And she didn't have the other girls there to like knock her out of the to- talking points. Yeah. So it just felt boring.
3: She's still going on the thing with Dorinda, going down that road with Dorinda that like we yeah. wrapped up here. Um, Carol's thing was heartbreaking.
4: What exactly did she say again?
3: She said that Bethany, my biggest regret was that Bethany and I could never get to a like, place where we were fine and that we never actually had some sort of conversation. And then Bethany, I thought, was wiping a tear from her eye, but was actually turning to Sonia and saying, I didn't hear her regret.
4: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It's like right when I think that Bethany's okay and like winning, she has to like pull something like that. That's yeah. just like, why?
4: Just take it. Like, I
3: want... I'm rooting for Team Friendship all along.
4: Yeah, I'm Team Friendship.
3: I actually think when Andy does the polls on Watch What Happens Live, it should be Team Carol, Team Bethany, or Team Friendship. Oh,
4: my God. We should suggest that going forward. Well, it's, like, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I guess that's it for New York.
3: Yeah. Where do we go from here? Actually, I, I think we're going to be fine.
4: Yeah. I feel like we're... Like, we had a good run... Of, like, stability for a while. hmm And now it's time to, like, zhuzh it up somehow.
3: Yeah, but I think that we're going to be... We're going to have enough of the players still intact. That'll be fine. And hopefully get we get some new exciting things happening.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of new and exciting things happening, Dallas has been a treat this year. We're four episodes in. Name about episode. I'll wait.
3: We're still in Beaver Creek.
4: Beaver Creek. Not too far from Beaver Liquors. Uh, we are on the heel. I think Beaver
3: Liquors is actually in Beaver Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but from like okay.
4: their house. You know what I mean? Uh, we're waking up the next morning after Cameron was bashing a baby all night.
3: I know. She was bashing a baby. <laughs> yeah. um, I loved watching Leanne. Put in her extensions. Mm. Really, what dreams are made out of?
4: Her, her, she's on a hair journey this year.
3: Just like a mane <laughs> of hair,
4: like dreads, crimps, this, that. She had dreads no. of- it's Like a, one, one of the looks looks dread-like.
3: Oh, don't no. Don't accuse her of that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, okay, so we get Cameron talking to Carrie mm-hmm. about the baby bashing. Yeah, and Carrie's a voice of reason here.
3: Yeah, I I was thinking to myself, am I starting to like Carrie?
4: Carrie doesn't really have anything going on right now,
3: but like, but she's
4: a she's a player.
3: She's like she likes inserting herself into things. Yeah, and actually, like she's inserting herself in like a level-headed way. Yeah, I hate.
4: Okay, <laughs> uh, so she's talking Cameron out of being obsessive. Because, like, Cameron just will repeat the same thing 25 times.
3: Right, but then Cameron's like, okay, so, like, when can I (laughs) next ask about the baby? (laughs) It's, like, it's almost like a, I've never had a child, but, like, what I understand Mm -hmm. is that, like, sometimes you'll, like, put them in time out, or, like, they can have another grape in, like, an hour. Or one grape? (laughs) Well, like, after they've eaten, like, Um, a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. But, like, they'll, like, obsess over, like... When the next time is they mm. can do a certain thing. When Like, when's the next time I get to be on an iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can I say, which one Ooh. little aside, I went to get my hair cut on Sunday, and yeah. there were, like, children there, which yeah, is yeah. a rare occurrence for, like, me getting my hair cut in Hell's Kitchen. It's just, like, it doesn't happen that there are children yeah. there. Um, little kids can't get their hair cut without watching an iPad the entire time.
4: Uh, I mean, you know what? I would say for the hair cutting experience... Mm-hmm. That might be the necessary evil that you need. No, you need to stare in your
3: stare in your own eyes and think about what life is. No, but what life will bring?
4: How old are these kids? Are are they like six? They were like eight. Oh, okay. I I thought you were talking about like a two or three year old. No, where like they will lose their minds during a haircut. No, they were like eight year olds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because then you're like, you have the you have the iPad in front of you, then hair's Hair getting on it. it. Yeah, no, get Ugh. out of here. I would never. Get a life. Um,
4: <laughs> get a life. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. Deandra saying how she needed to double fist...
3: Coffees? Coffees.
4: Now, I don't really get this, because, like, don't you want your two cups of coffee to both be hot?
3: I think she might have been, like... Being cute? Being cute, like, mm. joking around. Because, like, what... Like,
4: just go get another cup of coffee when you're done. Right. (laughs) Uh, Okay.
3: What I like about all of these, like, morning scenes is that everyone's talking about what they need to do to get to the next step or level or beyond something with Mm, other people so mm. that they can be good. Yeah. Which is how professionals do it.
4: Yeah. I mean, this whole season, Brandy is ready to move on at the drop of a hat. Right, right. I love it. Uh, And she, like, will look for, like, the strangest reason to do it. So, which w- leads us to the snowbealing trip. Mm-hmm. They're all on the snowbeals They get to the top of the mountain. Blah blah blah. She and Deandra are talking, and Deandra c- kind of apologizes. Mm-hmm. And then she says, oh, I have ADD too and I'm on a different medication.
3: And like that was some sort of light bulb to Brandy. Yeah, Brandy like... <laughs> Brandy's like,
4: oh, like now I understand why she would be concerned about people abusing medication. It's <laughs> like, okay, that's where, if that's how you need to get there, fine, I guess. And then Brandy's
3: all about like doing like something to like solidify mm. them being like fine. And so they do Snow Angels, whatever. Yeah. Um, Leanne is starting to... Like, Leanne acknowledges that she's, like, okay to drink now. And I thought that meant we were going to get, like, some sort of, like, insane Leanne later in the episode, which didn't happen, unfortunately.
4: Well, yeah, we, we're taking shots. We're mixing um, tequila with Fireball. Right. And calling it Cinnamon Toast Tequila. Beautiful. <laughs> which is scary. Uh, apparently, also, you might burn calories faster at a ho- higher al- altitude. I was meaning to look this up.
3: So you get drunker faster and you burn calories faster
4: you really do burn calories faster I don't know I don't know uh, but so we kind of don't really see where this night wait progresses. first I want to like
3: acknowledge one thing that happened during the yeah. lunch is like they I love like a activity where a question is asked and they all have to answer mm. so this was basically like who if you were stuck in the snow and oh, couldn't yeah. get out would you cannibalize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the consensus was Steph. Stephanie. Yeah. And Leanne and one of her confessionals went into vast detail about, like, how she would cook Stephanie's <laughs> body and how they would eat it.
4: Very scary. Beautiful.
3: They're it's just... up there with, like, like what would you do during The Purge?
4: Mm-hmm. Which... Which you're, like, obsessed with.
3: For... Yeah, I love that. I love the movies. And the first episode of the TV show aired this week, and it was great. A-plus? I would say, like... Be, but mm. like that's what you want could
4: have used a Star is Born trailer sounds like it might have happened Ooh, during it okay. I don't know uh, okay so I think they like go back and just continue drinking but we don't really get to see it mm-hmm. like the the schedule of the stay like really doesn't make much sense to me
3: and like the cameras didn't go back to the home with them for yeah, some reason yeah you always need cameras up
4: yeah at least like mount an iPhone in the corner right you just let that run <laughs> Uh, so we, we, wake up again the next morning
3: mm-hmm.
4: and then Brandy is recapping to Stephanie what went down after Stephanie went to sleep and apparently DeAndre and Leanne got into a big fight over who is the one true queen.
3: <laughs> right. And like, there was like an actual crown involved maybe? No.
4: Like, I think they Brandy wanted to b- bestow a crown on one of them and that's why they ended up having the pageant later. Right. But like they were serious
3: about the, this.
4: <laughs> and like Brandy's impersonations of them was so funny.
3: And they, she kept on calling them the 50 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, the 50 year old woman saying, bitch, you know that ain't true. I'm the queen.
3: <laughs> uh, so
4: what was interesting is then Stephanie skedaddles out there, er, out of there early to meet her family in Italy. Yeah. Which, like, seems
3: aggressive.
4: Yeah, to go from... Where are we, like...
3: Are cameras going with her? No, in no, Italy, no, no, trip, no. But, like, an Italy trip in the middle of filming?
4: Yeah. like It's like, come on. You know when you're filming.
3: Yeah. Um, So we get... A, this day is everyone's going off in... Different pairs? Different pairs. Except, except for Carrie's going skiing by herself. Yeah. And they showed, like, one little thing of her skiing towards a camera. And then, like, <laughs> that was it. Um, and then... Brandy and DeAndre are going shop. Like, a very alcohol-induced shopping.
4: Having the time of their lives.
3: Just doing... Ripping shots in, like, this, like, cowboy store.
4: They're getting cowboy hats with, like, initials branded onto it. And then I really like the whole DeAndre montage. How, like, she wanted to buy all these things, but they do a flashback of her fighting with her mom. How, like, she needs to... She wants to, like, separate her company off from her mom's. Right. So she needs the money to reinvest and she decides to like not purchase one item, but the total's still like 4,000 and it's change. Wild. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then who else? What's the other pair?
3: Cameron and Leanne getting massages, which was like boring, but yeah, I guess they had the masseuse bang the bull at one point.
4: Oh yeah. 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 Which yeah was yeah, just yeah, yeah. like, I do have to give them props for sound engineering in the scene, because I was very surprised at how clear the sound was with their faces in that little hole thing where you put your face during a massage.
3: So they just put a mic down there? I know, but it was
4: just like, they, they like rigged it like right, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, they need an Emmy for putting a mic under the table. <laughs> I mean, they,
4: <laughs> they were nominated for an Emmy. Well, no, not nominated. They They were trying to get an Emmy for casting. They should have. I know. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So we meet back up and Leanne's drinking too. And she is ordering a dinner of vodka cranberry. Which? Which like made me almost fall out of my seat.
3: Which, if you paid attention, and I told you this when but, I got drinks with her, oh, yeah. what did she order? <gasps> A vodka cranberry. A vodka cranberry. Yes. So I mean, let's
4: roll the tapes of me being shocked <laughs> last
3: time. <laughs> um, so I wasn't surprised at all. No, that you trapped. know that's her drink. Yeah, yeah. I was just. Like, um, How do you do that? <laughs> I was more surprised by like the no one was on like any sort of theme when drinking like you know how sometimes when you go out with people like you sort of like maybe get the same thing we had everything from a vodka cranberry to a tequila soda with lime to a cabernet which like
4: oh yeah everyone's like going on all different directions yeah. usually like, if someone orders something I like try to like stay on that train yeah you, a because
3: bit. then like that will inform like possibly going back to the mm. house and what you'll drink there and yeah that sort of thing
4: I feel like they don't have the same
3: skills that skill you do <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay
4: let's continue. Oh, so we're doing like pageants.
3: Yeah, so it's Brandy's idea to, because of the 50-year-old woman fighting over who was the one true queen the night before, Brandy decides that they're going to do a pageant. And I didn't realize that it was going to happen at the dinner table, but it did. Yeah. So, first category is like just the introduction. To, what is it? Just introduction and like...
4: Just like stomp out. Uh, <laughs> Brandy's question was really good to... To Leanne, what was it? It was something like. Uh, oh,
3: Leanne, what do you do with me, your hands? What do you do with
4: your hands? Leanne <laughs> I was like, "Well, God made my hands, and I use them to pray."
3: <laughs> and then, then obviously they do a little flashback to um, uh, they're not knives; they're just hanging. Great editing, great yeah. editing,
4: great sound engineering.
3: <laughs> and then Deandra gets a question where she's able to like talk about farts, which is just like, "Oh
4: yeah," she's really like trying to speak Brandy's love language. Yes. Yeah. Uh and then they have an opportunity to ask each other questions where this is where the pageant goes off the rails.
3: And this is where like Deandra is producing.
4: Where Deandra's so scary. <laughs> Like, when De- Deandre loves yelling at Leanne.
3: I know. And that's... I think she knows that people sort of like it. So she's, <laughs> like, really trying to... And this is going to be, I think, the premise of the rest of the season. Mm. Like, this conversation. But she asks, basically, why don't you think you can be as happily married as I am? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I am. Yeah. Um, and Leanne has, like, two answers about why she isn't getting... Rush, rushing to get married to Rich.
4: Well, at first she's like, it's Rich he's blonded. He's just not in a happy place. And then they were like, oh, that's sad. But then Deandra's like, that's not the real reason. (laughs) And then she says, you're right. It's because of me. (laughs) Like she just keeps like doing such a good performance in terms of like selling the story. Well, she's a pageant queen. Yeah. And most of the girls besides Deandra are like,
3: oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh
4: yeah. 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 Like, I guess the second reason was, uh, she's worried getting married will screw up their relationship
3: well the reason we're not married is me I've been single for 50 years I don't want him to put in a position that will make him want to divorce me because he's been married three times Yeah, and divorced yeah, three times yeah, yeah. and this is where Carrie comes in Yeah, and she's like I don't want you to think you're going to self-destruct something because you're a good person and that's coming from me Yeah. and then Carrie said that if they do like make a date, then she'll throw them a party. They'll be smiling. Oh
4: my God. Valentina will be there.
3: (laughs) Um, but, uh, also think there's, thinks there's another issue and she keeps on going at it. Yeah.
4: There's a third secret.
3: And then Leanne's eyelash starts to fall off. (laughs) And that's it. Well, no, but then Carrie also again swoops in with the glue and puts it back on her. Carries the glue. Ooh, don't say that. (laughs)
4: Lose the glue. (laughs) Uh So we go back to the house the next day. We're all just kind of packing up. We're completing the pageant, mm-hmm. and we get to the talent competition. Yeah,
3: so there's a talent competition, and Deandra does like a little thing where she takes a K cup and like sticks it between her legs and just drops it onto the floor and like poops it out. Yeah, which is also like
4: more brandy catering.
3: Yeah, and then Leanne raps, <laughs>
4: <laughs> queen of rap.
3: Um, and but Deandra wins the queen. Um. We will have more on that a little later. Sure. In the episode.
4: Yeah. But now, it's time for another deep dive. It's been a minute. Uh, we are going to go through the one season wonders yes. of all the franchises. Uh, we're not going to rank them. Instead, we're going to do a little care or don't care, reasons why, and move it right along.
3: Mm-hmm. So before we start... Um, I will say you did neglect to include Real Housewives of DC in your little list, and that's the true one-season wonder, and I know you don't care, and I know I do care. We've talked at length about this. But, like, how do
4: you even distinguish amongst them, like, they're all a one-season wonder?
3: Well, exactly. That's what I mean. okay. The season's a one-season wonder. All right, And, I mean, like, arguably the most important season in American politics, if we're talking Housewives as compared to... Political times. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of them caused, caused a national crisis that we were talking about for months. Yeah, that's true. So there's that.
4: Uh, don't care.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but let's start with the OGs in the mm-hmm. and the OC. And the actual OG, Kimberly Bryant.
3: I don't care at all.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, this is from, like, back in a time where the show was about individual families.
3: right. And she like moved to Illinois after the first season or something. Yeah, don't care. Don't care.
4: Quinn Fry care,
3: care. about that wig.
4: Where is she in twenty eighteen? Where's her new wigs?
3: Come back to us. She popped up again, obviously in the background of one of the best OC fights of all time. Yeah, Sist um, and deceased
4: wearing her acrylic
3: blonde wig. It was actually I, I bet it was like a it was little early Lady Gaga wig.
4: It was so plasticky, Brendan. <laughs> uh, that's
3: exactly.
4: Oh, oh I, But like Gaga had like better ones. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pause <laughs> up, monsters. <laughs> uh, Peggy Tanos. Tanos. Um, I, I couldn't I, tell you a thing this woman did. She fucked Jim Bellino. I know. Besides that, um, that was like off off camera. Yeah, but she <laughs> fucked Jim Bellino.
3: and that's. Oh, she also like became really close friends with Taylor Armstrong. Off camera, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. and I remember she was one of the housewives that attended Russell Armstrong's funeral. Don't care. So for those reasons, I care.
4: Sorry, uh, Lizzie Rovak
3: never cared ever. Never loved you. Never loved you. Oh god, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, I mean, try as she might, she just never really got off the ground.
3: I mean, like, she still might pop up. I feel like she's one of those who's still popping up in 2018. But, like...
4: Yeah. I mean, she was... She popped up with Gretchen Rossi in the last season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. And then, last but not least, the 100th housewife.
3: The Derek Barry of The Real Housewives. The Derek Barry
4: of Housewives. Peggy Sulane. Uh... This one's tough. Really? It's tough because, like... In a season, in a very boring season, her, like, loony-toony wackiness, like, caused something to happen by accident. Like, when she lost her mind uh, in, um, where were they?
3: Uh, Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, but I don't care.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm, like, on the, I'm on the border between care or don't care. Okay. I feel like time, I still need more time away from her.
3: Do you care about Dico?
4: No, I don't care about mm. Dico. I think that was like one of her downfalls. It was too much, Dika. I
3: hate a scene where like a housewife is driving fast in a car. Like, (laughs) who cares? You can't talk. Yeah. While you're doing that, really? No.
4: Let's get to Roni, which I think I know the answer for both of these. To be honest, Cindy Bar Shop. Care.
3: Care. Um, though, where is the
4: bait? Where are the babies? Where are the dazzling vagines? Where is the house in Quag? Quag?
3: Um, what's the pecking order? What is the pecking order right now? Um, she she would br- be really
4: high up on the pecking order.
3: She was brought in sort of to replace Bethany when Bethany left, in a way. Um, they needed like a little gruff, talking, mm, mm. dark brunette woman, and yeah. they brought her in. And uh, I don't know. And also, like, the things with her brother were always weird. Scary. Got weird questions about that. Her brother wore a dead man suit. <laughs> oh
4: my God. And
3: also, like,
4: smoked his cigars.
3: Yeah, were they like... Were they... Never mind.
4: <laughs> uh, Jules Weinstein. That is our sister. Our sister. We care so much. You know, in, a, in another world, she would have gotten a second season like Tinsley. She was about to get her third season, well, if we're being honest.
3: no one ever really truly embraced her... Um, except for Dorinda. And even then, I don't think Dorinda was enough to bring her into the fold completely. Yeah,
4: I guess Dorinda was her only ally, really.
3: Yeah, and Carol and Bethany sort of bullied her. And by so, sort of, I mean, like, really bullied her. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when they were running around her empty home? Oh like, my god,
4: yeah. Having the time of their lives.
3: <laughs> and then running out, yeah.
4: Yeah, that was not very nice. Well, let's move it along to mm-hmm. Atlanta another OG Deshaun Snow
3: um she was just not made for this show right um she like was seemed to have some money and but just like a boring married to a football man right
4: I think they've since divorced have they I think so uh yeah don't care sorry to say sorry to say I mean you started a legacy (laughs) but just you know it is what it is However, we get to my one true one-season wonder.
3: This is your, like... Fit. This Where will... does she fall in your, like... Is she in your top ten housewives? Oh, no, 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 no. No?
4: But she is my top one-season wonder housewife. Okay. Claudia Jordan, baby. Care. Bring her back. Like, I, what was the decision-making here? I feel like, so, like NeNe like, must have thrown a fit or something. Do
3: you think she didn't want to be
4: on? Uh, no. I think she wanted to be on. hmm Because, like, she had a... A reality TV career before this.
3: Right. What do you think she's doing now?
4: Maybe like Dish Nation still? Wasn't she on like... Wasn't she on another show that filmed in the same studio as Dish Dish Nation?
3: That sounds familiar.
4: Yeah. And like she would run into Portia in the hallways.
3: She also was on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. She also was on an episode of Chops.
4: She was a deal or no deal girl along with Meghan Markle.
3: (gasps) At the same time? I don't know if I was at the same time. Okay, But like
4: how... How long was that? I guess that was on for a while. I think it was
3: on for a while. Yeah. She could be sitting... I almost said at the White House. She could be sitting in Buckingham Palace right now. Right now. In another world. In another
4: world. (laughs) Uh, In another world, Kim Fields would been wise enough to not join the
3: show I still remember Kim Fields in the like little vacation house in Miami or whatever just like being, crying no but like being fine with like taking the couch yeah. <laughs> like no housewife in the history of housewives will ever be fine with just taking the couch give me an air mattress
4: whatever <laughs> a twin air mattress
3: Oh, uh, ah, rest in peace Kim Fields aren't they doing like a um, what's that show reboot Or are they Uh, scuttling it now that, what's-her-name just died? uh, Facts of Life. Facts of Life. I heard that they're doing a Facts of Life reboot. Oh, yeah.
4: Kim should... Well, I think Kim is more comfortable being behind the camera these days.
3: But I think she would join it with her old... Like, she's still close with those people from Facts of Life. yeah. And one of them was on Survivor. Uh, That... The blonde woman.
4: That rings a bell, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wish her success... (laughs) I just don't wish her to be back on uh, Atlanta. I didn't mind her. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't go as far to say I don't care. Because for a a legend like her to be on uh, this show, like, we should be thankful.
3: Right. It was very much like they saw the success of, like, bringing Lisa Rinna Mm -hmm. on Beverly Hills and Eileen Davidson. And we're like, why don't we try something similar in Atlanta? Yeah,
4: Just didn't work out. Uh, New Jersey. So this is kind of like a triple threat right here. We got... Teresa Aprea we got Nicole Napolitano we got Amber Marchese
3: do not care for any of them at all actually that season of Jersey's not canon Mm. it falls off the canon mobile (laughs) and just like doesn't exist it should be down with actually you know how season one of RuPaul's Drag Race like was really hard to find Mm. for a long time people didn't really know about it yeah this is like that to me and should actually like go into the vault forever no. and not even be able to be purchased I, on iTunes I beg to differ
4: I, you know what the, the big problem with that season was we got Dina Manzo asleep at the wheel when she came back mm-hmm. and we got a very um subdued Teresa Judice. because she was
3: about to go into prison exactly
4: So, like, we got those two problems going on. The only
3: thing I cared about that season was at the end of the reunion when Andy and Teresa were both, like, weepy about, like, oh, this might be the last time that... I ever see him. I ever film a... Not ever see you, but I ever film a reunion. Um, That was sad.
4: Yeah. But I guess you don't care about these three women. No,
3: I think I just said my piece. Yeah, you
4: said it. Okay. I care. Uh, Beverly Hills... Uh, this is another uh, two two in one season.
3: They need to be they need to be uh, talked about separately. Yes, Car- Carlton Gebbia. So we didn't know what we had when we had
4: it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Actually,
3: looking back on Carlton, she if she stayed another season, she could have really gone up against who I think has made the show really boring, Kyle Richards. Hmm. I mean, she already put a s- literal spell on Kyle Richards' computer monitor. Think of like what else she could have done. Um, so I really think that she would have been great. Her parties—remember her weird parties—they looked oh, beautiful. Yeah.
4: They were like, they were they were like a little sexy and then like also spooky.
3: Also, like she was sort of like the first full-time witch. Well, first full-time witch, but also like, wasn't she a little queer? ish
4: <laughs> sure
3: right like a little bit it's 2018 yeah everyone, well, everyone is, is. Uh. um so care
4: uh yeah i care but it was just that season
3: was so weird cuz it was all it was like all stationed around the Beverly Hills Chambers of Co- Chamber of Commerce <laughs> so like the first party of the season was like introducing Kyle to the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce and the last party was like the like 50th anniversary of the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce
4: it's kind of like how in Sex and the City New York City's like the fifth girl like right, the chamber,
3: chamber of Commerce the Chamber
4: of Commerce was like the seventh housewife <laughs> that season <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also in that season Joyce Gerard aka Hoise mm-hmm. aka did she have another nickname or no? Latoya Jackson oh, La- LaToya Jackson. oh yeah Jack thought she was Latoya Jackson
3: <laughs> I mean I just rewatched that season of Vanderpump Rules and like the Downton Abbey of that season, like the, what's it called? Below ground, above ground? What's it
4: called?
3: I, I, I <laughs> you know, know how like below deck and above deck? Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh. upper deck? like the sw- Upstairs, downstairs. Okay.
4: <laughs> like the stews? Yeah. The bow the swans or something? Yeah, and like
3: the, the cast of Vanderbump Rules being the below deck of yeah, that yeah. was actually really good and they should make Beverly Hills crossover with Vanderbump Rules more now.
4: I mean Hoisei's best moment of all time was on Vanderpump Rules being mistaken for Latoya Jackson truly uh, so don't care on Beverly Hills care on Vanderpump Rules
3: so Is send her to dinner know. at sir every <laughs> night
4: doesn't <laughs> she so? didn't she pop up like after she left Beverly Hills she's on remained
3: Rules? she's remained really good friends with Lisa so she pops yeah. up at every time Lisa does like an a opening dog. of Pump a dog festival <laughs> save you one forever you know yeah
4: yeah yeah okay Catherine Edwards I care.
3: I think... To quote Beyonce. Okay, so I care, but I think that it's sad that Faye Resnick wasn't wasn't willing to play along. Yeah. And I feel like in 2018, Faye would be willing to play along a little more into Mm -hmm. the OJ stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it just was like...
4: Yeah. I mean, they did her dirty. They brought her in like halfway through the season mm -hmm. to begin with. Give her
3: a sh- give her a full season. Remember a weird house in San Diego that they went and stayed at No, they stayed at her like house in San Diego because they went to go see Erica Jane perform in San Diego, yeah, and all of the stuff about Kim came up, but at the house, and they were like talking about it like in her backyard, yeah, love being an actual fan, not a surface fan.
4: I also love <laughs> when she was screaming at. Erica Jane's house. And like was chastised for screaming. But there. didn't
3: wasn't she offended by Erica Jane saying the C U N T word? Uh, I don't remember. Or having part. a necklace that said oh, cunt. Oh yeah, yeah. I think
4: that was it. It was the necklace. Yeah. Yeah. I care. <laughs> okay, Miami. Okay. And we touched on this last week with Evan, which this was a great thing he pulled out. Uh great guest overall. Mm-hmm. Uh Larsa Pippen and Chrissy Rice.
3: Okay, so Larsa...
4: Did not care at the time, care now.
3: Sure. Um, I think that she's like really made a name for herself in the gossip world as of late. Yeah. So I care.
4: Chrissy Rice... She... Was not made for the show. It felt like they just found her like, roaming Miami, and we're like, come on, here's a... What were they holding? Well, this was also the show that was supposed
3: to be, like, some... It was supposed to be called Miami Social, Mm. and so it was about to be... It was supposed to be, like, about, like, the social scene in Miami. And that's when um, Elaine... uh, What's her name? Lancaster. Lancaster was supposed to be, like, a housewife type. Proud MAGA. Are we only doing people who were mains? Because there were two people... Who were friends in later seasons, or had seasons of friends, but only were main once, and that's Anna and Karen. Um,
4: no, I, I the Wikipedia got me confused for Miami.
3: So according to the Wikipedia, Anna and Karen were both like main cast members yeah. once, but like Anna was on all three seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Karen was on two seasons. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anna care. She actually oh, should yeah. have been a co-host of The View, yeah. for a period of time, yeah. Because um, when she did guest co-host, Whoopi loved her. Yeah, Whoopi loved her. Um, and Karen's don't care. Lady Gaga's favorite Housewife. Like Lady Gaga,
4: <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted, super fan of Karen Sierra. Lady Weird. Gaga.
3: I can't wait. Isn't Gaga supposed to come on soon to watch what happens live again?
4: I'm sure she's going to be on there for, for Star a morning. I come think on.
3: they might be planning like a solo. Gaga episode. They
4: should bring Karen Tao.
3: like oh you know god. how they brought
4: out like uh, Bethany and Luann for Jennifer Lawrence. But or like
3: Gaga is like not really a fan of this, I don't think. So she'll just be like confused. I bet they bring out Dorinda. Oh
4: my god! Well, I mean, Dorinda goes to church with uh, with Mrs. Germanotta.
3: Goes to real church and then also goes to other church, aka Joanne Trattoria. Oh yeah,
4: true, true, true.
3: <laughs> Gaga got an eight minute long standing ovation after a star is born in Venice. I'm gonna. Just for her performance at alamo
4: <laughs> mark my words you're it at alamo uh alex was tweeting at them asking one of the tickets going <laughs> on sale and they were like we're not allowed to say yet but soonish god <laughs> love the customer service uh okay potomac katie rost
3: karen she might be coming back you think so? She was in New Orleans with Giselle and Robin, and oh. I don't think she was just hanging out. The <laughs> <Okay, laughs> okay. camera wasn't up on them, like, in the back of a petty bike sure.
4: Yeah, I, I feel like she was kind of, like, one of the more interesting parts of season one, which yeah. is weird to see her go. Mm-hmm. So I care. Yeah, sure. Tiffany, Hendra, do not care. She almost...
3: I know that she actually, like, was friends is friends with like leanne and stuff but she almost gives me christy rice vibes mm, okay they've got like a similar sensibility similar <laughs> style <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what what do you think christy rice is up to
4: uh i mean she was was married to a football player and uh, not a basketball player mm. i don't know if that's still the case okay I don't know. i could picture just like chilling at home with the kids Cool. <laughs> with her basketball husband. I don't know. Uh, what a delight. I wonder if any of the current people are going to end up being one season wonders. OC, maybe? Ose. Gina,
3: Emily? Emily, maybe.
4: I don't. I, don't I think, has her uh, cherry blossom or whatever they hold in. A champagne glass? A uh, champagne
3: glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about Margaret Josephs? Confirmed no, she's that she's back. coming yeah, back. Yeah, she's coming back. Um, was there someone in Atlanta last year? Uh... Oh, Ava, we already know that she's coming back. But she she didn't didn't even hold a a peach. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
4: I guess that's it. Uh, What a delight. You know, we did a post once on... Oh, Teddy. Teddy's definitely coming back. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Teddy's coming back. Yeah. We did a post on the Facebook group uh, asking for deep dive suggestions. This was plucked from there.
3: And this is also an extension of what we talked about with Evan last week. Yeah,
4: exactly. So if you have more suggestions, something you haven't mentioned yet... You could email us, you could post in the Facebook group, do something. Uh, but now it's time for the Freak of the Week and the One true Queen.
3: So the Freak of the Week is truly something I think Dan should just intro it and yeah. bring us through it. Yeah, so uh,
4: former guest of the show, Dan Didario, was at the Work the Runway tour... Last night here in New York City, and I looked it up. It was the kickoff date, so it was the first time they uh, were all performing together. And this is not this is like a mishmash that we got. Like um, we got Bob hosting, we got uh, Violet Chachki there, we got different Aquaria. seasons. We got Aquaria. I mean, we have all top four of this past season, mm-hmm. but like a mishmash of a few other seasons. Uh, and there was a standout performance. Diff- our, our
0: freak of the week. Uh, I'll let Dan tell us. Hi, boys. This is Dan reporting live from the scene uh, to give you an update on the Work the World tours trip to New York City. Uh, It was a fantastic night in general with one market exception that maybe is just was worth seeing just because of how off-brand it was. Great night. Everyone looked beautiful. Violet, my favorite winner ever, did a beautiful routine in a martini glass. Bob, also a good winner, was a terrific MC. Uh, Eureka, who performed relatively early in the night, um, came out dressed like when Whoopi Goldberg hosted the Oscars, The Year of Shakespeare and Love, like an exaggerated Queen Elizabeth costume. And after her first up-tempo lip-sync number, uh, the screen shifted to tweets mocking her, tweets people had posted. It was a bit like Lady Gaga's American Music Awards performance of Do What You Want when all when the screen went to say Lady Gaga is over, except these tweets said things like Eureka doesn't have the right to use the N-word and Eureka is racist. She then uh, burst into a full-throated lip sync of... This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, during which she stripped down gradually all the pieces of her costume. And it was just a very interesting choice uh, to have that be your This Is Me moment. Uh, Also in the run-up to the video, there had been uh, audio of various haters saying she talked too much, including the Vixen, and video of the Vixen giving her a side eye during the Snatch Game. It all felt a bit like a shot across the bow and one that kind of tainted the generally enthusiastic and fun tone of the evening. One in which even maybe the less energetic performers, uh, maybe some season eight runners up, were generally embraced and applauded by the audience. So that's my report from the field. Eureka, Make her the Freak of the Week. Make her the Eufrica. Thank you for letting me come through, my gay boys. Talk next time. Bye. There you have it. Uh, Thank
4: you, my gay boy. Our Eufrica of the Weeka is <laughs> <He's> your <Yuriko laughs> What a What an amazing recap of a, a night of talent.
3: <laughs> I don't have any. I, that was all too much for me. I can't believe it.
4: I know, like, is there not a person in the room? Michelle Fassage is like there touring with them. Is she? Yeah. Cause she her face is in like the promotional materials for Work the World. Like this is that one that she always talks about on what's the T, like. Oh, I get to know the girls.
3: Right. I think that I think that she might view Eureka as a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
4: god. Uh so. Two people who are not lost causes are our potential one true queens this week.
3: So we're
4: we're here to settle the score.
3: So we wanted to talk about Leanne and Deandra and their pageant to become a one true queen and whether or not we agreed with the outcome as far as what Brandy judged. Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
4: Are we judging? Based on the pageant or based We're on judging
3: based on the t- uh, pageant, the three categories.
4: Oh, okay. Um, see, I would have to give it to Leanne, particularly for the hands speech.
3: I would agree, and for being vulnerable, as vulnerable mm. as she could, and like she got so vulnerable that her eyelash fell off.
4: Yeah, but also like Leanne mm. is the true queen. Even Jerry O'Connell on Watch What Happens Live said she's the queen. Yeah. Uh, so. I guess. There you have it. Leanne Locken's the queen.
3: So do real men get to decide who's the queen, Dan? Real, Jerry yeah. O'Connell gets to decide? Well, we, we have to defer
4: to him as unreal men. <laughs> as imaginary men. <laughs> we are just figments of your imagination. But thank you for listening to us, just hearing these voices from beyond uh, this week on Come Through Queen.
3: Oh my god. Uh, that- you can... You can find us online. You can find our Facebook group on Facebook. Weirdly, yeah. um, join it. Um, it's not the page; it's the group. Join it and join the conversation. Yeah. You can find Dan at IDK You can find me at Not Brendan on Twitter.
4: Yes. Thank you to Tynan for laughing in the background this episode.
3: <laughs> it's been for a being del- here, a delight. And. For- her alex are sitting on the couch of
4: course always great (laughs) time on the couch uh you could call into 717-47-freak that's 717-47-freak or email us at come through queen at gmail.com yeah so be sure to like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us
3: please retweet
4: see you next week babies bye Mm
2: I wanna see you come through, Queen.